Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Movies. As always, I'm Johnny Mockney, and uh, if you're listening to this around the time it comes out, we are kicking off our string of holiday-themed episodes this year, 2022. It's coming at you a little late, a little later than I expected, so uh, we have a week till Christmas, and I'm going to be squeezing in a few episodes uh, before that day comes, so... um, this is uh, an episode that we cannot go in a year without No Holiday is Complete, without me being joined by my friends Mike Bobbitt and Brett Hayden uh, to do some kind of fun Christmas special, uh, sort of a loose uh, structure, usually something where we can kind of talk about quite a few movies at once, um, and this was the case per usual. Biggest difference today was that uh, we uh, all got together in person to record. This is the first time, we, we've all been, you know, uh, we've been in the same room together a few times, the three of us, but this was uh, the first time we recorded a podcast together, and it was great, just magical. Uh, Mike did bring his son, Benji, along, who you will hear throughout the podcast in the background, makes a few cameos, acts as sort of a Greek chorus for the episode, uh, so I hope you find that charming. I certainly did, um, and uh, he definitely has his input every now and then, too, throughout the uh throughout our discussion. So uh, we got together to compile a Mount Rushmore of Christmas horror films, a great subgenre of horror movies, many more of them than one might expect if you're like sort of a normie movie fan. And uh, we had a lot of fun. We each had our own picks and came together with the definitive Mount Rushmore at the end of the day, and I'm very proud of it. And as always, just had a great time with my friends. So please, without any further ado, enjoy this very festive episode of We Are Movies. Be the three of us and people go, they never address the fact that uh, Mike is Brett's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think we could convince people that you are. Um, Probably. If we wanted to go make that the lore of the podcast. We look about as much alike as uh, Jeff Sheen looks like his dad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um... I think building up like a false lore for this podcast, a la Truthcast, would be would be fun. Yeah. Just have everybody re- related to each other by the end of it. Right. Yeah. According uh, to the internet, we're all related somehow. Somehow. According to Ancestry.com. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, which makes me feel much more comfortable about the fact that we had sex right before we're recording. Well, according to the law of thermodynamics, we're all energy, so basically we just had sex with ourselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. We are all one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're all okay. part of the universe. Um, it's true. Jamie, can you pull that up? <laughs> <laughs> pull up that video of a guy having sex with himself, Jamie. Uh, I, uh, well, I'm glad that somebody can walk away with something useful from this episode. Already. I'm really, I'm really glad. <laughs> oh, you're recording already. Oh, recording. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, we're great. Uh, this is the lead in banter. <laughs> I'm, really glad, I'm really glad Mike drove here an hour with his kid, and this is all we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so usually we're recording over Zoom, and I, I have to say something like, "We're going to go oldest to youngest." because we're not sitting in a room but I'm going to say we're going to introduce ourselves this time we're going to go from right to left and then me oh. everybody knows me they know I'm Johnny Mockney he means from most conservative to most liberal uh, <laughs> yeah yeah do you I, think that's true Brett is no. the most right wing guy I'm Brett Hayden that's Brett Hayden I'm Mike Bobbitt most liberal <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike representing the far left tonight I'm representing a uh, uh, sort of a 
uh, Amy Klobuchar centrist tonight. That's sort of my. I'm moderate. It's just I want everyone to like me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Why yeah. do you have the swastika tattoo? Like I know American history. That's a bring me to the horizon logo. <laughs> like, That's a whole different. He's trying to appeal to a wide crowd. Like, yeah, I got yeah, the Nazis Imperial. The horizon fans. Yeah, yeah. I got the Imperial insignia because I'm a fan of Star Wars. But you didn't have to get. You know that the swastika means more than. Just the bad guys in American History X. Dude, half the people who have swastika tattoos can't spell swastika. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, hey, I'm not trying to alienate any audience members <laughs> right. here. Okay, let's not. <laughs> Even Nazis are welcome. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, beggars can't be choosers these days. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I love this bit of a comedian who just wants to be liked by everybody. <laughs> including when Nazis. It's not good. <laughs> uh, I should briefly mention that we here at We Are Movies condemned anti-Semitism in all of its forms, as well as all their forms of hatred. I just want to uh, make that clear before we move on. The views um, of Brett Hayden do not necessarily represent the views of Mike Bobbitt. <laughs> I don't want to lose my, uh, my You Made Me Watch sponsorship right. on the show. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, guys, we're here uh, to talk Christmas Oh, You movies. Made Me Watch is just a full-on Nazi podcast. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I figured. Um, Yeah. uh, I will point out to those at home, if you hear the sound of a child in the background, that is not... Uh, Mike holding in his anger of, of <laughs> about my uh, love for Waterworld or my wrong opinions of the Star Wars films. Johnny abducted a child and it is in a large dog cage. I did. Abduct- <laughs> oh, he's, here he is on cue. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, you brought your son with you. I brought my son with me. It was nice to meet him for the first time. Yeah. I've never met him before. And he was just abducted. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's just abducted again. And it was um, nice to meet your girlfriend, too. Oh, yes, who is yeah. wrangling the child right She's now. The child wrangler yeah. at the moment, yeah. yeah. The, in case any girls out there ever want to date a guy with a podcast, don't because you'll be you'll just be a child wrangler. The nice thing about this is an hour with Benji, and if she has any baby fever at all, yeah, that's gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was the ulterior motive. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that why you were like, "Hey, bring your child," and I was like, "No, yeah. I can probably get it." No, just definitely, bring him. <laughs> definitely bring him. Girlfriend's yeah. gonna be here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have an argument we need settled. So. Right. Um, but See, we... they suck. I told you. <laughs> uh, so we talk every Christmas at this point. We talk every. Halloween every Christmas, occasionally other holidays uh, on this podcast. Yeah, it's pretty much just twice a year we talk. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, we catch up with each other. Um, we uh, So this is actually our first time the three of us recording in person, though. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, we started doing this a couple years ago, and this is our first actual... It's my first time meeting you guys in person. I did not know that Brett was black. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I, yeah. yeah. You passed very well. And my so. real name is uh, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains a lot. It explains the <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. Okay. Um, so today we, I think we, I, I think per usual we pitched this idea while on air for the Halloween episode. Yes. And uh, we're doing a um, a Mount Rushmore of uh, of Christmas horror movies. <laughs> Should we stop? Benji's excited. Benji's excited. Yeah. Benji's a huge Christmas horror yeah. movie fan. Uh, He's yeah. a little slut for Christmas movies. <laughs> um, do you guys, have you, are you guys well versed in Christmas horror? You know, Benji. Shh. Um, Go off, King. We're, we're like Legion of Skanks. We have an audience now right. laughing at everything. I, You know, in doing this, I thought I was... But there are a lot of Christmas horror movies out there that I have not seen. Yeah. So, um, not nearly as much as I would think. Yeah. Um, 
I've definitely seen more Shane Black movies than sure. I've seen Christmas horror movies. Shane Black movies are their own subgenre of Christmas yeah. movies, for Christmas sure. Christmas action movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett, what about you? I was just going to say, is like I love any movie like where they just like bend genres. And weirdly, it's just like, it's fun taking Christmas, which is supposed to be like the happiest time of the year, and yeah. mixing it with horror, which is just supposed to be, you know, just miserable. And yeah. Taking something that's supposed to be fun and making it still fun, but terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that. Uh, the mass appeal of it and why it is such like a long sustaining kind of weird subgenre is the juxtaposition of that everybody loves juxtaposition they love a happy song over a sad scene or something and yeah that's kind of yeah same reason Shane Black said I think he has a quote saying that like Christmas is interesting because it's the happiest time but it makes lonely people feel lonelier and mm. there's this weird haunting quality to Christmas too yeah 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 um, so we today are pitching our Mount Rushmore our t- our top four. Uh, Christmas horror movies. Okay. My idea was we'd each pitch our four. Uh, we'd see maybe what we have in common. Whatever we have in common, I think we'd put on Mount Rushmore automatically, and then maybe whatever we're differing on, we could fight it out. Okay. So should we just do it as like somebody says one of theirs, and then we see if there's any overlap, and then go from there? I'd say yeah. That I'll, might be okay. a good way to condense it. I wasn't yeah. sure if we were doing the movies or the characters from. Oh. So, but, yeah, movies would be easier. Movies would be easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll go with movies. Yeah. Okay. But we have a great plan on this. <laughs> okay. I always walk into this always. Yeah, it's funny. Exactly exactly it's the first time we happen. do this in person, and this is, like, the loosest the structure will ever be. It is, yeah, <laughs> most yeah. likely, yeah. Uh, so, Brett, starting with you, do you want to, we'll start with your first one. We'll see if we have it in common, and we'll uh, go from there. Yeah, I'll so. start with The King, Black yeah. Christmas. Yes. Yeah. That's so, on mine. It's the holy grail for me. I haven't seen Black Christmas. Really? Yeah. Wow. There's only 14 of them. <laughs> There's three. Directed by the great Christmas tour, Bob Clark, who also did a Christmas okay, story. Okay, yes. And yeah, he yeah. did Silent Night, Deadly Night. Also. No, he did not. No. Oh, he didn't? No, that's a different director. Yeah, no. He did do Super Babies, Baby Geniuses too. Uh, Which is the same movie. Is Black yeah. Christmas in the first, like from the seventies, the, the 70s. first of probably right. the first of the Christmas horror movies? I think it really is. I don't. There's not really many that precede that one. None that I can think. Give of me the, the pitch because I may have. It's the seen sorority, that. right? Yeah, it's the sorority. It's the sorority. Yeah. The guy, you know, comes into the house. It's not the impaled on the antlers, is it? No, that's Silent Night Deadly. Night. Okay, which I'm yeah. sure we'll get to. So. No, but I think Black Christmas is like people forget, like not just as a Christmas horror movie, but it even predates Halloween. Yes, like it might be legit one of the first, or if not the first, like official slashers. Well, you know what I heard recently? John Carpenter got the idea from Halloween for Halloween when he had dinner with Bob Clark, and he asked he was a fan of Black Christmas, and he asked Bob Clark if you were to do a sequel to Black Christmas, what do you think you'd do? And he said it'd probably be a different holiday, like Halloween or something. Wait, so Black Christmas predates Halloween? Nineteen seventy-four. Yes. Wow. Halloween came out in seventy-eight. So is that's why Bob I gave... Clark the Christmas Story guy yes. too? Yeah. No, wait, same Bob Clark. Same Bob Clark. Same Bob oh my Clark. God! Two Christmas classics under his belt. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah. For oh now I I'm blowing his fucking mind. Here. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. No, Black Christmas not only kind of the OG Christmas movie. A lot of people credit it with being like sort of the template of the slasher movie. And the even other before Halloween. And the other thing too is people forget this is like I don't I don't know if he like 
they stole this directly from Black Christmas, but they were the first horror movie to do the the calls coming from inside the house. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh. This predates When a Stranger Calls, oh, Halloween. Like, this movie legit, like, predates yeah. so many more iconic things that I, it does not get its due for. Yeah, I feel like it should go on the mountain just uh, even <laughs> yeah. though I haven't seen it and I want to go home and watch it right now. It's streaming yeah. on multiple services. It's streaming so. in a lot of places. It's, uh... Great atmosphere, great like great cast. It's also, got, Olivia Hussey. Olivia is, Hussey is the cutest human being. She's I've gorgeous. Seen. Uh, Margot Kidder's in it. She's oh great. wow, she's great. Uh, John Saxon, yep. who at the oh, time sweet. was always the cop in these yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, and then um, uh, what's his name from 2001: A Space Odyssey is in it. I, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I love. I think it's a perfect horror movie. Intense eyes, stupid hair. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Even another way it inspires Halloween. The opening scene is the killer's POV. Yeah. It's it's like there's a lot of it is it's 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 really there's a lot that is on that movie's shoulders that we kind of take for granted. Oh wow. I am just I'm yeah, blown you away. Will, you will yeah. watch this movie and think it's the most it's weird because people will watch this movie now and think it's like a very generic like I don't see what the big deal is. It's like no because every movie stole right. from this movie. Wow. Yes. I am so blown away right now. Yeah. I have no idea you'll love it. How this flew under my radar. Um, the other thing, the last thing I want to mention is the phone calls in the movie are actually terrifying. They are like the way that it's like illogical. <laughs> Benji agrees. Benjamin's uh, terrified. Uh, the way that illogical, just like Benjamin. illogical. Hey, buddy. <laughs> and it's like uh, it's like uh, like a a phone call that sounds like two people yelling at each other. Like it's yeah. not one voice. Like, it's multiple personalities is really terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. And some of the language she's using, and yeah. just, like, the voices change in and out. It's it's inconsistent, and yeah, the level of confusion. Sometimes confusion itself is scary. Just yes. Because now you can't even pinpoint... It's now harder to picture what this guy looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no spoilers about the movie, but... I rewatched it recently. It still holds up very well. Like even if it doesn't scare you, it's still a very well made, entertaining movie. Yeah, and it leaves you holding your breath. It like leaves you hanging really yeah. well. Oh. And uh, it's been remade twice. The first remake in two thousand six, I think, is actually pretty good. I think it's a decent remake. Underrated. I still have to rewatch it because you told me it's better than I. Because yeah. I said I didn't like it, and you're like rewatch it. You might. I think it's better than you remember. If you separate it from the original. It's very atmospheric and fun. Really good cast. It's got Michelle Trachtenberg uh, and some others in it. Oh, is he crying? Oh, okay. He has very strong feelings about the remake. Yeah, he's not a Trachtenberg fan. No, you know what? He didn't like the he didn't like the feminist take on no, Black no, Christmas no. in 2019. We, we, he didn't like the nepotism because it's not like I'm going to be able to help him out in Hollywood at all. That's true. That's true. fair. Yeah, burning yeah. enough bridges in comedy that I can't even help him out in comedy. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when we see Benji make a name for himself, we'll know it was really him. He did it all on his own. Yeah. Yeah. He's man, he's really dang cooking it up over there. He really is. Come here, pal. Benji, you wanna join us? Here. I'll hold you. What see, do you want? I think he's saying meninist. Bananas? <laughs> yep. Are there bananas? This is the loosest structure, I think, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. at this point. Can Benji have a banana? <laughs> of course he can. Yeah, yeah. That one. Do you want to cut up? Yeah, yeah. You up. Dearest Gracie. Somehow <laughs> 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 yeah. this is, uh, you once passed out on your podcast, and, uh, uh-huh. and, 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 
And I think we're, we're just trying to beat the chaos of that. We're trying to one-up you. I, yeah, she's leading them away with the yeah, banana. This is either We Are Movies or the most uh, meta episode of Truthcast. <laughs> like, this is Louis Michael playing a character <laughs> of, of Mike's young child. Mike does not have a child, actually. That's been Louis the entire time. Yes. Ooh, Mike, I'm playing a child on a podcast. I'm not wearing any shoes. <laughs> Uh, those were fantastic. Uh, I'm just a big old boy trying to be a man. <laughs> uh, April Fools, I'll have you on just pretending to be Louie the whole time. And, <laughs> and, and, and I'll, I'll bill it as a Louie episode. That'll be that'll be great. Okay. Um, uh, or you should have him on saying the Waterworld's bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the anti-Louie. Um, so he, he just did a Joe Rogan on the Truth Cast. It was amazing. That was great. Yeah, yeah. he did, he was kind of not sure about it. And I was like, no, you're really good. Like, yeah, I thought. Yeah, he's so funny. He's great. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> transition, transition. Yes. Let's, enough about guys that aren't here. Yeah, uh, uh, he's he's off doing like stand up tonight. He's not even able to make it. So. Um, what's uh, what, what's the next one on your uh, Mount Rushmore? Oh, we're just am I going through all four? I figure. Yeah, we'll, we'll that way we'll see what crossover there is, and then after that, we'll yeah, see we what can we kind of come together. Yeah, uh, yeah, I owe you for seeing this movie because I had never seen it before, uh, and it blew my mind. Deadly Games. Yes. Have you seen Deadly Games, Mike? No, but I was reading about it earlier. Oh my it's, god, um, this movie rules. Sort of like Funny Games, right? But not well. No, it's, it's, it's more like Home Alone. Okay, yeah. I, I heard it. Uh, it also predates Home Alone. By one funny year. Games. Oh, it predates mixed mm-hmm. with Home Alone. There's a but showing like the real consequences of the. Um, not exactly real consequences. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like it's a kid who's home alone and a killer, like a psycho Santa Claus, shows up trying okay. to kill him. And he has to protect his grandpa in this giant mansion against the psycho Santa. And so he sets up traps and stuff like that, too. Oh. It is darker than Home Alone, but I yeah. wouldn't say it's like funny games. It's still okay. it's still fun and a very cool style, like some De Palma-esque yeah. you know, okay. shots. And- I think I read that... like. The damage that he does on the intruder, it, it's less cartoonish than... It was a little more The wet brutal. bandits? Okay, yeah. yeah. It's not like Daniel Stern gets a brick in the face and it just makes him a little loopy. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that is true. I highly recommend it. was in the double feature last year. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah it, it was so good. I, I showed it to my pretentious roommate at the time and just to be like, hey, do you want a, a French horror movie? You should watch this. And he was just like, this movie rules. It's, it's French? It is French. Okay. Yep. yep. So it is. Yeah. You got to read, but uh, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. You, Dolores. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so fun. I don't okay. know. I've been to a bunch of the, the, your double features at this point, but uh, that might be one of the best times I've had watching a movie because it was yeah. just so absurd. What did you pair it up with? Uh, another movie that we'll probably get to. Is it okay. the next one? Silent Night, Deadly Night. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> See, we planned this. Yeah, you've seen that one, I assume. Yes. Yeah, yeah Deer Antlers. I mean, obviously, that one's got to be for, like, the best bad Christmas, like, horror movie ever made. Yeah. It's yeah, so... I always thought that that was, like, the original, so Black Christmas is blowing I... my mind still. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess the question to ask here, because, Mike, and, and, and I apologize in advance if I'm if I'm overshooting your age here. <laughs> Do you recall any of the hubbub when this movie came out? Have you out? seen Birth of a Nation? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I saw it, uh, talkies were just... Um, I saw it on VHS mm. just because the rule at my household 
was I could rent any rated R movie if it was rated R for violence, but not for sex. Yep. So I was just like, huh. My mom doesn't know that all these slasher movies have a lot of boobs. Right, you know? right. So, um, yeah. Um, so I, I don't remember uh, controversy okay. about it. It um, was when it came out, famously lambasted because uh, I think there was an ad that aired during the Super Bowl, and it was like it was aired as though Santa Claus is killing people, uh-huh. and people were like, "Santa Claus is sacred. How dare you?" Oh, and that wow. was a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's super fun. A lot of iconic yeah, kills. Yeah. Um, I love how Linnea Quigley who gets antlers. Linnea right? Quigley yeah. who per usual spends her entire screen time topless. Yeah. I don't think she has a top at any point in her scene. Did yeah. Her. Um, good for she's a trooper. Really. Yeah, she is. She made a career off of being topless girl in B movies. Yeah. You know? And uh, as many did, but I think she's one of the first ones we really think of. Um, yeah. Yeah, but she was my favorite of the Scream Queens. Really? Yeah, more than uh, like Jamie Lee Curtis. A little. More... I I put Jamie Lee Curtis in a different sure. category completely. She kind of transcended yeah. Scream Queen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Linnea Quigley never got out of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I I think yeah, I, I figured this one would be on all full, all of our lists. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah it's perfect. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm actually doing a podcast on all five movies uh, on the later this week. We're going to cover it with me and my, Brayden Cooley. Oh, cool! So, oh, cool. Yeah, well, the infamous, awesome. The infamous sequel, Garbage Day, as well. <laughs> okay. Garbage Day. Yeah. One thing I do love about that movie, that, as well, is how it only follows the killer. There's like no final girl, really. There's no mm. protagonist. You follow the killer from when he's a young kid till he becomes a killer, and that's kind of it. Like it's all his perspective, and it's very. Uh, Peeping Tom-esque. There's um, a book I read, Final Girl Support Group, which is being turned into an HBO Max series. Yeah, you told me about that. And um, the sister of Antler Girl is one of the final girls in the Final Girl Support Group. But oh, that's so cool. they don't use any of the actual licensed films, but it's like... They reference it. You know who the yeah. nightmare killer is with knife hands. You that's know. so cool. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. Um, Even funnier than the part where he says it's garbage day is just the fact that he moved the smallest garbage can to do the reveal. Like, you <laughs> didn't see him before. Yeah, yeah. It's the eyebrows, too. Yeah. When he says garbage day. Um, Brett, your fourth one. Uh, fourth one, I don't know if either of you have seen it, but I like it a lot, so I'm going to give it just a shout-out. You ever seen Better Watch Out? Yes. Yeah. No, it's another one that I saw on lists today. Yeah, I yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, I saw that for the first time last Christmas, and I was like, huh, that kind of flew under my radar. I just love, like, it's it fits the mold of, like, I feel like Christmas horror movies have to be kind of silly at times. Yes. Like, you have to almost kind of question what's going on at, yeah. at times, and I found myself, like, half, it was kind of like when the first time you saw Parasite, we're halfway through, you were just like, what the f- just happened yeah, yeah. Oh, okay or like barbarian where like halfway through yes. you're like wait what yeah i was telling gracie about it earlier today it's one of those where like about a third of the way in or halfway in it becomes a different movie better watch out yeah yeah Ooh, and you're okay. just like oh this is not what don't spoil any more for I will me not. okay man i have a double feature now to watch i will say yeah. one of the best child performances ever two of the best child performances i've seen in a long time uh yeah olivia olivia de young and then uh I think that's how you say her name. I'm not sure. And then Levi Miller, the kid in that yeah. movie, is fantastic. He has so many layers yeah. in his performance. Yeah, I'll oh. keep uh, my description of the movie very vague. But for Christmas horror movies, especially like modern recent ones, that one, I, I'm, I, even if it doesn't make the Mount Rushmore, I wanted to get a shout out and yeah. see what okay. we can do with it. It's very fun. 
Very t- so, takes a lot of dark turns, but it's also funny. Better watch out in Black Christmas, sir. Yes, yeah. okay. there you go. Yeah, the kid has the phone, so I'm just trying to <laughs> remember. I'll things. send you a list later. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God, Mike. I think so. You only have one crossover with yeah. Brett, so what else you got? I think this is kind of a stretch, but I, I think it deserves a place. Gremlins. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was also like on my like list of options. I just kind of was like, I figured it was already going to come up, so I didn't bother. Okay. Gremlins is on mine too. Okay. Yeah. Can it go on the mountain then? I would. I, I'd 100% say so. I well, I mean, to... I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm saying it's just like, do you want to expand on why you like it? So yeah, much? yeah, go for it. Or yeah. Why, yeah. I mean, why is Gremlins? Do you watch it every year? First of all, or is it like a I watch it a lot? Not every year, but yeah. I do watch it a lot. I think it's just one of those things that you know. When you take away the Spielbergness of it, people are—you're really left with a horror movie, yeah, a monster invasion movie, and it's—it's it's great, yeah. And you know, you just—it also makes sense to have a gremlin, like like a gremlin is like it's so iconic. Like even if you've never seen the movie, everybody knows what a gremlin is, pretty much. Yeah, right. Like, well, I believe that idea predates the movie too, because yeah. it was like a World War II myth. Right? Well, I, when I picture like a Mount Rushmore, like is like a what would be the picture that would go on Mount Rushmore? A mm-hmm. gremlin just fits perfectly. Yes, yeah, like you just have stripe on stripe. You know, yeah. Yeah. Gizmo. Yeah. yeah, Gizmo, the most that's okay. Stripe and Gizmo, that is the combination of Joe Dante and Steven Spielberg. Yeah, in that movie. Oh yeah, Joe Dante is making the horror movie. Yeah, Steven Spielberg's putting the cute family stuff in the movie yeah and that's how you get that beautiful stew that is gremlins because yeah it is a very cute movie with a lot of great like you know spielbergian build-up and then when it becomes a horror movie people get murdered <laughs> like it gets pretty it has a very dark sense of humor to it as well I, speaking of the dark sense of humor i love the fact that the phoebe cates monologue <laughs> yeah Almost ended, like, 11th hour, almost ended up on the cutting room floor. And, yeah. you know, she was so young that she was, like, memorizing and just reciting the monologue all the time. The other actors were like, "Don't you got it. Don't worry. And she's like, I, it's my one big scene. Yeah. And then when they told her, like, yeah, they're probably going to cut it, uh, she was, like, so bummed out. And the fact that it makes it... Yeah. And it's so weird. It's so... Well, it's the exact type of scene somebody would cut. Yeah. Because it doesn't do anything to the plot. No. It means nothing. It's just for character development, really. Yeah. It's all it is. And it's, it's kind of out of place. It is out of place. It totally. kind of brings the action to a screeching halt. Right. In a movie where people get murdered flippantly, it is the single darkest moment yeah. of the movie. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I, yeah, I, I love Gremlins so much. Yeah. And how many people have pets named Gizmo? I mean, right. it's a movie that... It's a cultural icon. Yeah. And people, when people try to say it's like not a Christmas movie, which it, nobody is as vitriolic towards it as they are like Die Hard or something. Right. But it, it's like, you just put it on that opening scene, you're hearing Christmas, baby, please come home, you know, over the whole town and people are selling mm. Christmas trees. Like, it's such a very, it's a very heavily Christmassy movie. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, there's that great scene. My favorite scene in the movie is the mom alone in the house. Yeah. And they start playing the record. And it's playing, do you hear what I hear? Yeah. You know, and it's it's creepy. But then you get some of the best gore, like when she puts the gremlin in the microwave and it yep. explodes. Oh, God. It's yeah. so much fun. Um, yeah. I, we just watched it recently. I showed it to Gracie for the oh, first cool. time. And, for the first time. Yeah, yeah. She'd never seen it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I converted. Can I shout in the other room? Huh? Can I shout in the yeah, room? For it, yeah. What did you think of Gremlins? I loved it. Yay! She loved it. Yeah, she's yeah. a keeper. 
Um, she said it's no Cars 2, but... <laughs> I don't know if the Cars 2 conversation was on air, but uh, people people use context clues. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but yeah, no, Gremlins, yeah, perfect. I think I'm I'm already for putting it on Mount Rushmore. Of course. Brett's swayable there. Of, yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, I don't have a strong argument for my next one. Um, I, I just like the cast, and it kind of surprised me because I was like, what is this? But uh, Krampus. Yeah. 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 That was also on my list of like options. Okay. Krampus is great. Yeah. Very Gremlins-esque, too. Yeah. I think. To be honest, I have only seen it once, so I can't. I've only it. seen it once as well, but I remember being pleasantly surprised that it was... Um, I think I was expecting more of a comedy, you know, yeah. just based Especially on with Adam cast. Scott. Adam and Scott, David Koechner. Yeah. A lot of funny people in that movie. And, you know, when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking dark. I, you yeah. know, I, I I enjoyed it. I think the scene when Krampus first shows up, and he's on those rooftops. And it's so, it's just this heavy blizzard. Yeah. And he starts jumping house to house, and she's running alongside. Is actually a terrifying scene. Yeah. Yeah. There is... A lot of the outdoor sequences in that are really unsettling. Yeah. And uh, I don't necessarily feel confident that it, it would make the mountain right now just because I know we started off so strong with Brett and I know that you're just going to bring it home, especially <laughs> since you had that Han Solo smirk going on right now. Like, oh. you never heard of the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> Wait till I. Uh, it's pronounced what? John Solo. Oh, yeah, I'm leaning back so I can pull my gun and shoot you over the table. Oh, the Greedo. The clunky or whatever. It <laughs> says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. delay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my last one was uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Hmm. I don't feel that strongly about. Sure. You know, I just. Mike just gave a weird look, like off into the distance. He did. He, I was trying to remember. Sir. I was like, I think it was a look that said, like, I think it's worth mentioning, but I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> I like Nightmare Before Christmas a lot, actually. I'm on. It's one of those movies people have come all the way back around on where pretty much everyone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I feel the same way about Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas. <laughs> it's 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 one where people have like listen. One of us has to keep this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job. Um, Do you guys feel it's more of a Halloween movie than a Christmas movie, or it's almost equally both? Okay, yeah, I'd say, but but it's almost. I'd hesitate to call it a horror movie. Yeah, it's dark. It's Tim Burton-y, you yeah. know, Henry Selleck. It's that. I consider it fifty-fifty only because, like, I see it in Halloween bins every year, but I also see it in the Christmas section every year. Yeah, so it's kind of like conflicting. About... Well, and yeah, it's an it, iconic it, song for both. Yeah, I, I would definitely say it's not a horror movie. Um, it's just a Halloween Christmas movie, so yeah. I'm willing to throw that out as a reference, and yeah. then uh, just. Tell you why you're stupid. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I was, while we're to piggyback off that, I want to briefly briefly mention my pitch for a new Michael Myers film, which would be Michael Myers on Christmas, and I would call it a Halloween Christmas. Um, and uh, I only thought of it because I heard that John Carpenter story about him reverse engineering Black Christmas to be on Halloween, and I thought, how do we go 13 Halloween movies without making one of them just not take place Ooh. on Halloween? Um, I gotta figure out the rest of it. I'm gonna work on a carpenter score, but with jingling bells in it, and we'll we'll go from there. You know who I want to uh, at least direct it? 
Who's that? Me? The Bone oh. Tomahawk guy. Oh, S. Craig Zoller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't love that, him. Wouldn't that be just... That'd be wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, come on, man. Yeah. You do gore so well. Does, can you just do horror? Yeah. And, yeah. Because he never fully committed to horror. Bone Tomahawk's the closest, uh, really. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a Western. Yeah. And, you know, and I feel like... What was the third one with uh, Vince Vaughn that he did? Well, the second one with Vince Vaughn was uh, Brawl and Sidelock 99. Right. And then the third one was Dragged Across Concrete with yeah, Vaughn dragged and across Mel Gibson. Yeah, concrete. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like is less gory, or the least gory. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was a side tangent. But uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas, Yeah. I almost... I don't know if I would put it on the Rushmore just because like it's okay. It, it's kind of not yeah. really a horror movie, but I do. I actually do love that movie, and I'm well. I probably like it more than anybody at this table. I don't know because you seem you hesitated. You said you don't even quite like it that much. <laughs> Was that right? Um, I, I, um, I, I like it. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those that's come all the way around because it's. It's been so popularized for like hot topic stuff, mm. and now everyone's kind of of the opinion that it's like yeah. a little overrated. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like the Beatles or something. Or... It, yeah, it's sort of like seeing um, an anime shirt on a, like a dude at Comic Con, where it's like if you see someone who's really into Nightmare Before Christmas or whatever, you're like, man, I just don't <laughs> want to be associated with you. Not as bad as, like, the anime shirt on the chubby dude where you're yeah. like, ah, you probably have questionable porn on your computer. <laughs> you know, but it, it's definitely in that same ballpark. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. I, we're alienating more audience members today. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> um, so, Great, Johnny doesn't want the pedophiles listening now. <laughs> it's like the idea of you losing half your audience and being just like, oh, they were tent porn guys. They were all tent porn guys or Nazis. That's yeah. <laughs> the rest is my mom. Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of people listening at the Fourth Reich Motorcycle Club in Madison Heights, Michigan, right now, going, oh, turn it off. <laughs> We are movie fans no more. We are no longer movies. <laughs> we are films. I guess we have to start listening to film spotting again. <laughs> film spotting. They're all how did this get made fans? Yeah. <laughs> or I guess we'll go back to you made me watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had Silent Night, Deadly Night on my list. I also okay. had Gremlins on my list. Oh. Um, uh, a third one I want to pitch is... Um, a movie that is very near and dear to my heart. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I mentioned it, I think, a while back when we did our favorite Santas. Um, it's uh, a movie called Christmas Evil, um, which was... I think all, its alternate title is actually also You Better Watch Out, which makes it confusing. Okay. Yeah. But um, it's uh, it came out in 1980, so it actually predates Silent Night, Deadly Night as the first Killer Santa Claus movie. Okay. Um, which is interesting because nobody knew when Christmas Evil came out and all of that vitriol came towards uh, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night and nobody realized this other movie with this killer Santa had already come out. Christmas um, Evil is a good title too. It's a great I title. Like, I mean, Silent Night, Deadly Night's also a good yes, title. Yeah. yeah. Part of the magic to these types of movies is a fun Christmassy yeah. horror title. Um, also, when I zoned out earlier, it was because I was like, wait, was Nightmare Before Christmas something I took off my list when I put <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night on? Yeah. And it was. I oh. meant to mention a different movie, but... What well, other movie were you going to mention? Rare Exports. 
Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want to know something? Huh. That was the fourth on my on my really? list. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rare exports. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I did a mini sode on that a while yeah. ago. Because you you'd mentioned it to me. Yep. Yeah. It's Rare Exports is great. Yes. Um I'm gonna finish talking about Christmas Evil real quick yes. and because I want to mention Christmas Evil. I first heard about it thanks to John Waters because it's his favorite Christmas movie. Ooh! He did an interview talking about it, and if, if you actually if you get the Blu-ray of the movie, he has a commentary on it. It's how much he loves the movie. Oh wow! But it's like, whereas like something like Black Christmas is like Michael Myers on Christmas, or I guess it came before that. But and then you know Silent Night, Deadly Night as well is more of a traditional. Besides structurally structure differences, it ends up being more just like a typical slasher movie. The Christmas Evil is like. Taxi Driver as a Christmas movie, basically. Oh, like, it's it builds this strong psychological profile of the main guy who's like an outcast. He's got some disturbing things in his past, but you also kind of sympathize with him. He wants to be Santa Claus, like he wants to be good. And you see early on when he dresses up as Santa, as we kind of build towards the climax, the first couple things he does are very good. Like, he brings presents to people in need, like he donates a bunch of stuff to this charity, and then it starts moving slowly towards, like, him having to, like, punish people. And and even then it's like, it's not a slasher-type structure where people, these characters we know are getting picked off. It's more like we're just kind of seeing his descent a little bit. And it is it's Travis Bickle-esque in terms of, like, he could have become a hero, hero, he could have become a villain. It kind of just depends on which way the wind blows with him. Hmm. Um, and it has, without spoiling it, an amazing ending. One of the greatest final shots of, like, any movie. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And um, I... Not a lot of... There's a couple of recognizable actors in it. A guy from The Walking Dead is in it. And then... Uh, what uh, What's his name? Uh, the guy who plays uh, Hector in Breaking Bad shows up. <laughs> briefly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's great. It's one of, I, I watch it every year, most of the time. Most years. Uh, but yeah, I love Christmas Eve. You haven't seen it, have you, Brett? I have not. Okay. That's um, why I kind of was like, oh, he's going off. Let's let him... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So if you, if you walk away with anything today, that's... Uh, Mark Margolis? Mark Margolis, yeah. Yes. Yes, yep. That's yeah. exactly who it is. Uh, I was like, I, I'm going to get Hector from... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that brings us to Rare Exports. Yeah. Which, have you seen it, Brett? I have not. Go off, Ken. You still have not seen it? I know we had to have brought this up last we Christmas. Probably have. We probably have. Do you want to talk about it? I get recommended so many things. I'll add it to the list of <laughs> 900 other things. I have other friends, you guys. I believe you. <laughs> For those not for those not seeing this, uh, Brett just did a thousand yard stare after seeing. Yeah, I have other friends. I have other friends. I looked around to see to the friends that I thought would be there. Yeah, uh, but do, do you want an elevator pitch uh, rare exports to Brett real quick? Tell him why it's it, great. It's, While at I, IMDb, I feel like it's also a cross genre f- film because it kind of turns into an action movie a little bit yeah. with the kid and uh, it's what Norwegian. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, or it might be Swedish. Yeah, it's one of those. Swedish. Yeah, it's one of those uh, snowy places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our Dude, country's better. But I remember the director's name is uh, it's like Jamari Howlander something okay. like that because he did one other movie that I've seen called Big Game. Is that the Sam Jackson Finish. one? Yes, yeah, with Sam Jackson. Is that Finish. good? It's, it's a Finnish movie. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's one. Okay. That's more of like a straight action movie. Okay. It's like Air Force One. And it's the kid. The same, the same kid. kid. And yeah. The same dad. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, uh, but. Um, it's yeah, it's a great like it's got a child main character. It's got all these evil Santas. Yeah, a uh, bunch of evil Santas. Yeah. Uh, hey, full frontal male nudity, man. If yeah. that doesn't sell you, I don't know what does. Yeah. yeah. And it's old man full frontal. Old man male full nudity. frontal. Okay. 
I, I get I get what you were trying to sell me on, but I thought you were pointing at your kid when you said it, and I was like, what are you trying to make me do right <laughs> well, now? Well, you're trying to sell him on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Benji, it's your favorite. <laughs> oh, for a second, I thought you were Alex Bozanovic. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I that was definitely one of my pitches. I thought it was more kind of uh, out there. Uh, yeah. But, so I'm glad you also thought of it. And we're, I remember that you'd... We're it. actually going to be covering it for You Made Me Watch this year. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah. Great. Uh, cross promotion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Stay tuned, listeners, uh, for that one. Um, so we, we, we decided Gremlins for sure is on yeah. Mount Rushmore. And Black Christmas. And Black Christmas. Um, that leaves us with two more spots to fill. Brett, where are, you, where, are the, where are the sales being pushed on this one? Uh, think? I think... As much as I want to say, like, Christmas Eve was the OG, I think Silent Night, Deadly Night, even if it came after, I think it's kind of like yeah. the iconic Killer Santa movie. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think Silent Night, Deadly Night, if we're... Because sometimes, and I always try to avoid this word with film criticism, but objectivity, kind of in this case, I think plays a role if you're doing, like, a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And objectively, Silent Night, Deadly Night is the more iconic movie. Hey! Uh, <laughs> um... What's your take? What's your take, Benji? Uh, he's he's indecisive. Wait, uh, uh, certain Mickey Mouse cartoons freak him out. So it's gonna be a little while before he turns into a horror kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was gonna say um, Silent and Deadly Night definitely has a bigger cultural impact, and I think the vitriol and the the huge like. Uh, Controversy when it came out just says more for it too. I think it means yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Um, I mean, when they had Quigley's boobs, not to be crass, but yeah, <laughs> you know, just they're famous. They're famous. Yeah. The famous pair of boobs. Those are likely pre-implants. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's probably Linnea Quigley's boobs. If we're being honest, and Benji, feel free to pipe in on this if you want. Um, Linnea Quigley's boobs are probably the most iconic pair of boobs from an act, like a mainstream actor, actress. Not like a, an adult star. <laughs> I think the fact that we're objectifying a human being was just uh, made okay by calling her a mainstream actor. I'm Nate Quigley. I'm a big fan. Come on the podcast sometime. Please. I am too. I'll uh, be on that episode. <laughs> um, because you can hear child the child's laughter in the background. You're like, oh man, yeah. these guys are so real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what would make it on this list if I could get him to do one is we should try to... We should get Richard Reilly to play a killer Santa someday. Ooh, yeah. He's, he's only played nice Santas at this yeah. point. Yeah, and as we found out when you interviewed him, he hates Christmas. Does not like Christmas. I feel yeah. like he's destined to do a killer Santa. Yeah. Could be, it could be yeah. a very meta movie about him being asked to play another nice Santa, and then he snaps. He snaps. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. 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 That's great. Let's call him. Let's. Uh, we could make hey, this Rich. happen. Yeah. I, I think... Um, hey, Rich, come on the pod. Why do you hear a baby? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Could a Halloween Christmas take place in L.A.? Or he... Yeah, he lives in LA. He lives in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He can take place wherever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think. Um, uh, yeah, I'll write a treatment. Okay. Yeah. I, I say that half kiddingly. Richard actually hates Christmas. Would, would be a great Christmas. Thing. Richard hates Christmas would be a funny. Like it's like a meta movie. Yeah. Like he plays himself and yeah. he goes yeah. crazy as Santa. <laughs> um, he did uh, tell me that. He was always the second call, and right uh, after Ed Asner. Ed Asner. <laughs> so maybe canonically, he killed Ed Asner, so he could get more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That would be the sequel. Richard yeah. hates Christmas. The second call. <laughs> um, but anyway, I uh, I was gonna say, 
Uh, the Killer Santa movie, oddly enough, is a subgenre in of itself as well. There's yeah. that, that Bill Goldberg one, yeah. Santa's mm-hmm. Sleigh. That's yeah. another great title. Yeah. That's a great title. Yeah. There's that amazing opening scene where he kills like that star-studded table. It's like James Caan, Fran Drescher, <laughs> and uh, uh, what's his name uh, from SNL? The ears. Uh, everyone has a story about opening for him. Because he's insane. Uh, Chris Kattan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alex has a great story. Yeah, Chris Alex Kattan's yeah, story. Yeah, Alex yeah. did too, yeah. Um, Favorite thing about Bill Goldberg, Jewish. <laughs> yeah, 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 no kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> a lot of the greatest Christmas songs are done by Jewish singers. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and one of the greatest Christmas movies. <laughs> this is a, a Jewish star, Santa Slay. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. the... What's the verdict on the fourth movie here? Yeah, what do we think? I feel like this is the biggest impasse. You know, even though it wasn't on my list, I am leaning Krampus. Yeah? Honestly. I do. I love Michael Doherty. I didn't mention that. I I think the movie is so well-directed, so effective. Uh, I even... I I watched the commentary for it one time, and he and the writers were talking about how they think of it more as, like, a version of A Christmas Carol, where it is about, like, these people who don't have the Christmas spirit... And there is a, a supernatural, like, intervention that happens to get them to believe in Christmas, basically. Mm. Oh, and, yeah. And there is something kind of sweet to that story as well. Uh, even though it is, you know, a scary horror movie. <laughs> uh, and Gremlins-esque, too. It's kind of yeah. a stew of a lot of great yeah. things. So I also, a Gremlins. modern movie is not on the Mount Rushmore. That's true. So yeah. It would be a nice dynamic. I'd say out of, like, the Christmas horror films, that's sort of the most modern classic kind yeah. of... I, was it 2005, though? Is it that old, or...? Um, no, it was later than that. Okay. Krampus, I, I saw it at theaters, I think, when it came out. Oh, so. No, it was, like, between 2010 and 2000. 15, I think. Okay. I'm, I'm leaning 2015. Yeah, I'm I believe it was 2015. Because yeah, okay. it came out the same year as another... 2015. Great. Okay, huh? I remember a five in it yeah. when I was looking at it. It, it came so, out the yeah. same year as uh, Christmas Horror Story, which uh, was a lesser-known Christmas horror movie that also had Krampus in it, and okay. William Shatner. Oh. Uh, not great, but still fun. Okay. Um, so... So we have our Mount Rushmore. I'd say Krampus. Are you good with Krampus? I'm right? good with Krampus. All right, so we got Gremlins, Krampus, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and, and Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. That's our four. And I have two movies to watch tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Uh, in addition to Christmas Evil, I guess I want to throw both of you there. Okay. Um, I, one last thing. Was there any, like, honorable mentions, things we considered that didn't make the list today I besides think... Santa Slay? Uh, a friend of mine, I told a friend of mine I was doing this podcast, and he's like, you better mention Jack Frost. <laughs> you know, I consider Jack Frost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eternally funny because of the Michael Keaton movie. Right. The, the yeah. mistake that everybody makes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I think Jack Frost is fun. Yeah. I don't love it. If it's uh, on the Mount Rushmore, can it just be the snowman fucking Shannon Smith in the chat? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, in the list that I saw, it brought up in the text the Michael Keaton one and the screenshot was <laughs> the shower shot. Yeah. That's funny. I, I, I um you know, I, I enjoy that one. The sequel's kind of fun too. Uh which is Jack Frost. Uh, okay. I recommend the people out there. But um uh one that's underrated I watched recently is a movie called P two. Um Is that the one that takes place like in a parking in a garage? Parking garage, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very fun. Very good, tight thriller. Um Yeah, don't spoil anything, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's streaming on multiple okay platforms. yeah uh, a lot of these are probably on shutter possibly yeah, yeah. i know i streamed p2 somewhere p2 is always on some 
Yeah, I've noticed yeah. if it's, I think on, it's on Tubi. I think that's where I watched okay. it. So I had ads, but yeah, a lot of these are. Shutter has a great Christmas horror section right now too. Yeah, that you okay. can sift through. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's so many out there. There's so many more to discover too. There's one that just came out this year called Christmas Bloody Christmas. Um, oh yeah, shot on uh, 16 millimeter, very grainy kind of old school slasher movie. It's about a robot Santa Claus that goes crazy on Christmas Eve. Oh, and kills people in a town. A lot of fun too. Very gory. Uh, that's uh, sort of my last recommendation. And uh, I don't know if that uh, if we if we put Benji to sleep with our conversation or what, but it's oddly quiet. I think it was a murder suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. What's really funny is I'm so used to his noises in the background that when he stopped, I'm like, oh man, this podcast has a lot of dead air now. <laughs> Like, we're gonna have to scrap this one. Like he needs to talk through the whole thing. Um, anyway, it's good to see you guys. It's good to see you. This was great. I'm glad. I'm glad we could uh, do this in person. So, glad we started off as Nazis and then came together as a family. I want to know more about. Uh, let, let's figure out more of your uh, Christmas Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking. Let's so let's move it away from Michael Myers. Let's forget Michael Myers. Okay, so it's no longer a Christmas Halloween. Well, I, well, now we started bringing Richard into this, and so should I we think, just yeah? What about uh, Richard, Richard hates Christmas? Richard hates Christmas. Okay, I think that's so our there's movie. our movie. Yeah, and Richard, I think it's uh, Richard gets offered a role as Santa Claus in like Snow Buddies Seven. Uh, you know, the buddies save Santa. I think it should be one of those things that's shooting in another country. Just to have that like weird isolation feel in yeah. it, like the thing. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. So there's um, a limited cast. Yeah, limited yeah. cast, and then that way it's not like, well, they're shooting in Burbank. Why don't yeah. they just fucking? And you can get a lot of fun. Like, if you want to go classic slasher, you got like a lot of fun, unlikable characters for him to kill. Yeah, like, egotistical actors or like a director who's too. So you know. who else would you cast in this then? Like, if I could cast anybody. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. oh man. Um. Oh, that's a good question. It's it's hard off the top of my head, but and, uh, and I do want uh, Craig Zeller. You said as Craig Zeller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, want him. Yeah, for for the Mrs. Claus actress, uh, who I think is going to be like a very kind of uh, uh, expressionistic, very over the top, like egocentric kind of pompous actress. I'm thinking like Angelica Houston would be Ooh. like my casting, like somebody like her. Um, that's what I've thought of so far. Okay. Um, the real Snow Buddies dogs will be in the movie. I think at the end of the movie, they save the day by mauling Richard to death. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's all I've thought of at this point in time. I don't know. We'll, I want there to be like some sort of like meta joke about stunt casting and do some real stunt casting. Like and, Ice Tea or something? Or? Um, <laughs> no, like more of a, a train wreck, like a, a Britney Spears or something in it. <laughs> And, um, like, she's in the movie just to kind of do, like, a nod to Scream. But yeah. in the real life, quote-unquote, of the movie, yeah. she does get, like, brutally just, you know. Yeah, yeah. She gets reeled, reeled. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking subcasting, maybe the, uh, Morgan Wallen's in the movie. And, okay. he's, and he's trying to, because uh, he's trying to restart. He's trying to get in the public's good graces after the N-word controversy. <laughs> And and uh, and so he's like, oh, this is gonna be my big break. Like he's talking with this agent. Like the agent's like, Morgan, baby, you're finally gonna save your career. And uh, and then he has to try to step up and become a hero. <laughs> Maybe he becomes the hero of the movie. <laughs> That's that'd be a real redemption arc. Oh yeah. yeah. He saves everybody from a murderous Richard Reilly on on the set of the. 
the Santa Claus movie. <laughs> we gotta get this made. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get it. Maybe at the end, Ed Asner rises from the dead and defeats Richard. <laughs> yeah, if you ever make a Patreon for this podcast, just make it to go towards funding Richard Hates Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll fly to LA. I'll, wherever Richard wants to film it, we'll do it. We'll, <laughs> do you think Ed Asner, Ed Asner's estate would let them do like the Peter Cushing treatment and... <laughs> like a CGI yeah, yeah, I mean we, we can't really bring Ed Asner back no maybe the ghost of Ed Asner like like oh, do like the Harold Ramis the Harold Ramis and <laughs> Ghostbusters type of thing yeah exactly yeah. yeah no we got something here guys uh, oh yeah. yeah so yeah we run with this we can <laughs> yeah. we can do something great with this <laughs> you get a text from Richard really saying lose my number <laughs> <laughs> yeah just immediately my kids showed me how to block you <laughs> Richard come on you know you want to do it Rich. This is, the, the full character arc of Richard playing Santa all these years is that he finally gets to kill people with Santa he yeah. finally gets to fully embrace the Santa that he wants to be, I think. Yeah. You know? Um, I think the darkest he's ever gone was, like, Harold and Kumar, because he makes some, like, dick jokes or something. <laughs> but there's so much further we can go with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we went somewhere with this. We, we did. We a movie pitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. You guys want to meet again on Valentine's Day or what? Are, we... <laughs> Are you hitting them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, it was... Well, you said that thing about uh, how we're all technically already having sex with each other. So yeah. I just, I carried it through the net. No, I wasn't saying it as a negative. I was oh, like, right. Are you hitting them? All right. There's excitement yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Maybe. I don't know what I got going on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how lonely our Valentine's Day is. Yeah, let's check in in the new year. Let's check in the new year. Yeah. I mean, we can always record ahead of time, too. Oh, of course. Pretend yeah. it's Valentine's Day. Pretend yeah. we're all happy and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll have a newborn exactly two weeks Oh, before that is Valentine's true. Day. You will have a newborn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'm sure my, my girlfriend will probably want to do something. I'm right? going to yeah. have a little brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, son. Yeah. And finally have Louis and Michael come on to pretend to be him. Ooh. Right. The whole family. <laughs> um, That's all my impressions devolve to. <laughs> it's all just, ooh. <laughs> I think your best one was when you go like, ooh, I get sad. Ooh, I get sad sometimes. <laughs> uh, Louie, we love you too. All, all the shout, how, man, all the shout outs this episode. We have Louie, we have Richard Reilly, we have... Uh, if you're uh, like a if you're like a diehard We Are Movies fan... Yeah, this, this is like is the Expendables. A, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this is the Avengers lineup. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is Expendables 4. Yeah, yeah, Lene Quigley, all the stars of this podcast. <laughs> I want to briefly mention one more uh, horror Christmas auteur, John Russo, previous guest on this podcast. Oh. Made a film called Santa Claus, C-L-A-W-S. Ooh. A Christmas slash movie. That's all I'm going to say about it. Ooh. Also, that appeared on list that I read today, uh, Sinterklaas. Have you guys seen that? Never heard of that one. No. Okay. No. You should call oh. this episode Round of a Clause. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd say we ended there. Yeah. Uh, and Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, everybody, that wraps up yet another episode of We Are Movies. Thank you so much for listening. Huge thank you to my friends Mike and Brett for coming on. I really appreciate it, as always. Also, big thank you to Benji and Gracie as well. And um, also Louis Michael, who made a soft appearance through Brett tonight. Um, I uh, Yeah, make sure you listen to... 
Mike's many podcasts, uh, particularly the ones that he hosts. Um, Truthcast is fantastic, as well as You Made Me Watch. Uh, both amazing podcasts. Uh, you hear me plug them here all the time. Uh, we have a, an ad for You Made Me Watch every single episode here on this show. So uh, you know that it's uh, it's great. I've been on it. Many other uh, great comics have been on it. But uh, it's, it's mostly about Mike and Allison and uh, their incredible chemistry and their ability to, to, uh, talk movies and dissect them, uh, with each other, uh, real couple goals, I think, uh, for everyone. So, um, on top of that, uh, check out Brett's show, Comedy Rumble. It's an amazing comedy competition. Uh, if you are at all involved in the Michigan comedy scene, you know about it. 30 comedians, 90 seconds each. It's always just a wonderful show. Um, I've been lucky to be a part of that quite a few times. Actually, was a finalist my last time on, so that was pretty fun. Uh, but uh, follow Comedy Rumble on Instagram. Um, their next show will actually be this Wednesday, the 21st, um, which will be the uh, fifth anniversary show. So uh, definitely uh, look online for tickets to that if it's not sold out already. And uh Keep yourself posted about uh, all the following shows that they're doing. Um, they've already got a few planned for the new year as well. So um, that's all I have for you today. I'll be back with you very soon. I've got a couple more Christmassy episodes to get you before the big day comes. So stay tuned for that. And until then, this is Johnny Mockney saying have a very spooky Christmas. Bye-bye. <laughs>